Welcome to the Keeping Kids Safe podcast. My name is Karen Cohn. I am the co-founder of the Zach Foundation for Children's Safety. This is your number one resource for all things related to your child's emotional, physical, and social well-being. Now I'd like to introduce my co-host and my friend, the executive director of the Zach Foundation for Children's Safety, Megan Ferraro. Hi, Megan. Hi, Karen. It's so good to be here with you today. Hi, Megan. It's great to be here with you as well. How's your summer going so far? Summer is in full swing. Swim team is just such an interesting and fun thing for the kids to be a part of. And we just got back from a family vacation to the Jersey Shore, which was super fun. And now we're prepping for what an exciting day we have here, World Drowning Prevention Day on on this day, July 25th. Which is also? Which is also. Happy birthday, birthday Megan. <laughs> Thank you. So excited to celebrate World Drowning Prevention Day and my birthday all rolled into one. I can't think of a yes, better combo. and how appropriate that it would be named for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I'd go that far, but, um, but it's, it is, it is a nice, uh, I, I was having dinner with some colleagues last night and they were saying, okay, now we'll never forget your birthday. And I was like, okay, whatever it exactly. takes. <laughs> Very appropriate for sure. Oh, well, it's, it's good to see this kind of worldwide recognition of this work that we've been doing for so long and to have the focus of, of all of the stakeholders in the drowning prevention community kind of you know, coming together in solidarity and, you know, pushing out messaging and programming and really trying to find a way to bring other stakeholders into the fold. So people that may not already be involved in drowning prevention are now aware of it in a way that they wouldn't otherwise have been. And and we hope that through this effort and efforts like the National Water Safety Action Plan and the California Action Plan and the work we're doing in communities that we're really convening stakeholders in a new and unique way. So it's it's exciting to have this. This is our second annual uh, World Drowning Prevention Day, though last year's was announced just just before July 25th. So this is the first year we've really had some time to plan and and be ready for it. So we're yeah, really such excited. Amazing progress in the drowning prevention and water safety space. So exciting. Yeah, it feels it feels good. Um, and so you know, not only is it World Drowning Prevention Day. Um, we have um, the anniversary of Zachary's passing coming up later this week, um, which is, I know, always a really hard time for you, uh, but it, I have to mention the amazing amount of media coverage that you've secured for the Zach Foundation over the last few weeks. And so we'll include in the show notes um, a way to access some of these interviews that Karen has been doing. She was on Good Morning America. She wrote an op-ed for the Huffington Post. Um, and you also were featured on Inside Edition. In addition to um, the Consumer Product Safety Commission's kind of spring media tour. And so um, last week you heard us have the CPSC chairman um, on our podcast. And so Karen was able to participate in a bunch of media interviews and she did a great job. So we'll provide some information in the show notes on how you can access those interviews. But tell me, what was it like to be involved in all of that, that media in such a short amount of time? Well, as I think we've talked about offline, that I think doing the podcast has really helped us to be prepared for these types of media interviews. And it 
is, you know, such an important part of the work we do to, you know, get this messaging out and to raise awareness uh, around drowning prevention, especially this summer coming out of COVID and people having not been able to have swim lessons and just trying to get, you know, everyone back to focusing on that because really we've been, everyone has been so focused on COVID and, you know, preventing being affected, you know, just protecting their families. Yeah. Right. And so what's it like to be on GMA? That's pretty cool. So exciting. Yes. And the journalist who I spoke with did such an incredible job with, with the piece. It, I'm so excited, so happy about it. Yeah, you should feel really proud of yourself. Well, I didn't do it by myself, and so as you know. We had, <laughs> well, well, you have all this amazing media coverage that you got. We have World Drowning Prevention Day. We have the anniversary of Zachary's death. Um, but then on, you know, to really make this a sandwich conversation, right? So we had the, the positive media. We have the sad of Zachary's passing anniversary. But then next week... We are so excited to be bringing back our very first Zach camp um, just near your hometown. So what does that feel like for you? It's It will have been, I think, exactly, what, three yes. years between them? Oh, too long. Definitely too long. <laughs> I am definitely so excited for that to be happening and to actually be spending time with the kids in the water and we're going to have some interns joining us, some young interns, which will be fun helping us run the camp. And so all good things, really good things, especially in yeah. the Stanford community where it is needed. Yes. Yeah, so we're excited to have our first Zach camp. And I can't believe that I'm saying this, but we haven't had a Zach camp since this podcast started. So it might make sense um, for those of you who don't know what Zach Camps are, Karen, if you can just tell us a little bit about Zach Camp and what they do for communities. Wow, yes. So we held, that's really how we, that was the programming that we started for the Zach Foundation. And in 2011, we held our inaugural Zach Camp at the Greenwich Boys and Girls Club in Greenwich, Connecticut. And the a Zach camp is usually held for about 100 children between the ages of five and nine. And we give them the opportunity to, it's just a week-long camp to sort of rotate through different parts of uh, water safety lessons. And so they spend time in the classroom, they spend time in the water, and, you know, we've had really fun success stories with some of the kids that have not had the opportunity to be in the water before and they're really terrified about getting in and after a couple of days they're in and they're really starting to learn those water safety basics even just learning to float on their backs and blow bubbles in the water and we love those stories because not only are we teaching them now we also are giving them the opportunity to overcome this fear of you know getting in the water and and then once they're once they're through that, they're, the kids are so excited. It's their, you know, it's what they look forward to most during that day. 
And then the third component is also really important, and that's including first responders. And the first responders come and give the young kids an opportunity to climb on their trucks and have a touch a truck experience where they can turn on the sirens and talk through the loudspeakers. And it's really fun for them while they're also learning even just uh, general safety basics, when to call 911 and really just having a positive experience with first responders in a non-emergency situation. So that is the more detailed aspect of it, but it's also we try to include the stakeholders that we have been referring to so much um, that we, you know, it takes an entire community to solve drowning prevention or solving the crisis of drowning. And so we want to make sure that we in, we include those stakeholders and, of course, the media in raising awareness around the programming. Yeah. So from 2011 to through 2019, I think we brought more than 20,000 kids through the Zach Camp curriculum. Now we've been off since since I think August of 2019, and now we're coming back, and we're so excited. And it's only fitting that our our first Zach Camp post-COVID is happening in Stamford, Connecticut, right in your backyard. So we are really excited to um, to have our Zach Camp and, and to bring kids through the program. And I know that the kids are really excited to, um, to participate. So we've been working with kids in that Stamford club since 2011. So it's really crazy to think that some of the kids that started in Zach Camp in 2011 may yeah. be counselors now. So it'll be interesting to see that. Yes, such great progression for the community. So um, that's going to be really fun next week. And so this week you have the anniversary of Zachary's death. And part of this piece that you did for the Huffington Post was on, was really related to and focused on Henry Mm -hmm. becoming a lifeguard and, and how that intersection of Henry, you know, deciding to pursue, you know, a summer career in aquatics and what that means for you and your family. Can you tell me and our listeners a little bit about that? Absolutely. So really, we weren't sure how we were going to feel about Henry taking this on. And I was even advised by those closest to me <laughs> to maybe not have Henry do that. But Henry, but we really left it up to Henry whether it was something that he wanted to do or not. And he is really loving it. Uh, he is, again, this is his second summer working as a lifeguard. And he has been working a lot of hours and really enjoying the experience. And so he's working at a pool, not at open water, but he is is so it's such a good first working experience for him. So that's been great. And for our family, of course, it can bring, certainly when he was training, it was, we had mixed emotions about it, but I think we've sort of gotten to a point now where it makes sense, especially with the work that you and I do every day. Well, I mean, at a time where our nation is experiencing an unprecedented lifeguard shortage, it's like 
of course, a cone would become a lifeguard to help solve that problem. I mean, what else would happen other than a cone stepping up and trying to figure out how to bridge that gap? So it it totally does make sense. And you guys must we be are so proud. Definitely very proud. And in a way, just like, you know, the work, the drying prevention work that we do every day, it is cathartic. It's healing for our family. That's great. So interesting to have all those things intersecting at the same time. And definitely, you know, coming, you know, the almost always the anticipation of the anniversary is almost worse than the actual anniversary of losing Zachary. And so it's, you know, it's not an easy week, Uh, but it is it does help that we have World Drowning Prevention Day and that to distract us. Yeah. And to look forward to Zach Camp in just a few Yes. In just a few absolutely. days. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, our team coming into town to help us execute the Zach Camp. Um, we have some excited young interns that are excited to learn all about Zach Camp. So it, hopefully the those distractions and that work will help propel you through those tough days leading up to the anniversary. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, in other related news, you got a big invitation um, from the U.S. National Water Safety Action Plan. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I'm so excited to be picking up from sort of where you left off. And um, so now that all the recommendations have been Um, brought in from all the working groups that we get to come in and sort of finalize what the National Water Safety Action Plan is going to look like. Yeah, that's a big, it's going to be a big undertaking and I'm excited that you were selected and that you agreed to do it. It's not a small amount of work, so it's going to be really great to have your perspective um, as a parent advocate and as an expert in water safety. Yeah, really looking forward to it. A lot of really great things coming up. Yes, we do. And lots of conferences this fall, lots of speaking opportunities. So it's going to be a fun couple of months. Um, You know, when we first started this work, it felt very seasonal. Um, And now, you know, and we were always anchored by the Zach Camp season, right? We knew that March through August was going to be so busy. And that was going to be our, you know, and now it's it's not seasonal. It's year round, Um, I think. We were talking about the fact that there are four different conferences that we're scheduled to speak at in four weeks <laughs> on the other side of the country from like mid-September to mid-October. Yeah. It's going to be so busy. But fun and exciting. You know, lots of great conversations, more people involved, and the space has really evolved and grown in, you know, the last 10 years. So really, yes. really great or what we've been working towards, right? Yes. Yep. Exciting. And how are the kids doing this summer? How's summer camp going? What's the latest? So summer camp is going great. Sydney's just finishing up her last few weeks of camp, and then she will not be going back for next year because she's finished. And at her camp, you can't be a counselor in training until after you've completed your freshman year of college. So she won't be going back for that. She's going to be able to do some other things, which is exciting. And then Jenna is 
just spending her time um, doing an internship in D.C. and studying for the MCATs, which she actually will be taking on Henry's birthday, which is August 20th. So hopefully that's going to that will bring her some good luck as well. (laughs) But she's been studying all summer. Very, very hard. And, um, you know, you have to prepare for this. It's a very grueling exam, but I know she's going to do great. She'll be fine. Yeah, Yeah. she will. That's awesome. Good. Sounds like a a very full and busy summer in the Cone household. Much busier than I expected it to be, actually. (laughs) But all good. Good busy. (laughs) That's great. That's great. That's so good. Well, my kids are um, enjoying swim team, and that has been like a totally new experience for our family. And, um, you know, I think that they get nervous before these swim meets, but they have so much fun. And so um, they have a meet later today, so I'm excited to see how they do and and hopefully wrap up the swim team season on a positive note so that they'll do it again next summer. (laughs) Yeah, so are they having fun doing it? That's a big question mark. You know, I, I no. don't think so. Okay. Um, but that's, I don't think that they are having fun doing it, but they're not resisting okay. going. So I think that it's one of those mm. character building moments that you always imagine mm. your kids are going to have, but I haven't really seen it in such a succinct way with right. me present. Um, so they're not the strongest swimmers on the swim team but they show up to every practice. They don't, they might like complain Mm -hmm. a little bit about going, but they're, they're dressed and in the car and ready to go. And so I think it's a really good experience for them to keep working at something that they're not very good at and to see themselves improving every day, because even if they're still not even in, you know, the middle of the pack, they're still getting better each day. And so that's, it's been really cool to see the evolution of that and the fact that they're not saying I'm not doing it. I'm not going that they're just continuing to show up and do the work. Um, and understanding that they can do things that are hard. Uh, today, William said, mom, my stomach hurts. I said, Oh no, do you, you think you have a stomach bug? And he was like, no, it's like the outside of my stomach hurts. And I was like, Oh, those are your abs from all the pushups that you've been doing. Oh my God. Yes. It was like, but it even hurts when I cough or when I laugh. And I was like, that sounds that, right. Those are your oh my abs. gosh. <laughs> wow. I know. It's so, impressive. You know, yeah. little things like that. Yeah. Seeing, having them realize that their bodies are changing because of all the hard work that they're doing is really, it's a fun That's thing great. to experience. Yeah. And Teddy and Charles are chipping away at their swimming lessons. It's been so, you know, Teddy's doing great. He's five and he's really getting the hang of it. And it pretty much is an independent swimmer at this point. Um, You know, from a drowning prevention aquatics perspective, it's been really interesting to see Charles in these swimming lessons because I can say with certainty, he does not, he has not learned anything in the six weeks that we have been really swimming lessons. Um, I mean, he's learning to be comfortable in the water. So Mm -hmm. that's a learned skill but he really does not have the blowing bubbles down yet. There's no floating on his back yet and he's going every day. So it is um, just, you know, I've, I have never had a child as young as Mm. he is, right. He's under two and a half take independent swim lessons, right? This is not a mommy and me swim class. He is in the water with an instructor every day for 15 minutes. Um, And so I'm just fascinated 
in seeing how this progresses and unfolds for him. Um, so it's been a it's been an interesting summer of aquatics right. in the Ferraro household. <laughs> yeah, and we're topping it off with celebrating your birthday and World Drowning Prevention Day. I know it's not a bad it's a it's a good summer. It's a, a lot more focus on water safety and drowning prevention and programming than I think either of us could have expected would have happened this summer, right? I mean, I think we were hoping to have Zach camps this summer and then quickly realized that clubs weren't quite ready to have, you know, camps set up the way they typically are. So we're so grateful and excited to be in Stanford next week and just really happy with how much progress we've made in this space. So it's it's a good a good way to celebrate World Drowning Prevention yeah. Day this year. So yeah, we're excited and we've got lots of interesting content and good interviews to bring to our listeners over the next couple of months. And we're just really grateful for you continuing to listen, um, rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And, um, you know, please let us know what you'd like to hear more of or less of, (laughs) as the case may be. Um, But for now, enjoy the rest of your summer. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would, please um, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends and family. We would be so grateful. And with that, have a great week, and we'll talk with you soon.